Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pharrell has taken over. Let's go. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. Steaks, chicks, stacks. You and I are going to make a lot of money. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast in the biggest way possible. Hanging out the bad seat, you broke it in a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging on a bad out of bad tape, bad lie, bad do, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Barilla Palatial, right across the river through the woods from her granny. Loves when it's overcast because she likes to pull out a sack of the island sweet skunk in New York City. The big apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion shaker. Don't you do that? Oh, my vinegar, my fatter party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's tattered my brains. Splattered all over Manhattan. It's only rock and roll, but I like it, like it. Yes, I do, but I like it. Yo, yo, should do that. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with your boy, Harbor High this afternoon. Mafia running it with Hayden Fried, LTN in Kansas City. Mo, a birthday roll call on a thirsty Thursday. Ryan Lochte, 39. Dominic Moore, 43. Chris Jenkins, 44. Tom Brady's birthday. Stop the press, 46. Troy Gloss, 47. Trevor Price, 48. Travis Hall, 51. Sandus Ozelinch, 51. With John Lilly. Darren Mickle, 53. Doug Overton, 54. Nate McMillan, 59. With Johnny Thomas. Marcel Dion, legend, 72. Marv Levy, legend, 98 years old. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You heard the prime minister give you all the skinny on the day ball today. We'll keep our eyes on it. I just wanted to say one thing. I mean, honestly, like, how about do the Mets absolutely suck monkey onions? You can't beat the Kansas City Royals even once. Fold up shop, season over, game over, day over, Cohen and your money, Buck has done nothing. What a bunch of quitters. Ever since they traded away the team, they just flat out packed it in and quit. I mean, they are going through the motions and they're paying them Tons of money, and not one of them does a damn thing ever. That is the most disgusting three games I've ever seen in my life. If they don't come back in this game today in Kansas City, put a fork in them, they're done. Other than that, I have no problem with the Mets. Baltimore and Toronto, we'll keep our eyes on that, getting ready to go. Uh, I told you Bo Bichette was going on the I.O. when he limped around first with that knee. They said nothing's wrong with him. Yeah, okay. Arizona, San Francisco. That one's going to go in Oracle. Yankees beat the Rays 7-2. I went to the game. I spent $1,000 in three hours. Giancarlo, 200 Mendoza line Stanton, hit a home run last night. I was there to witness it. Aaron Boone, so happy. Yankees placed Domingo Herman on the restricted list. That's called uh, alcohol rehab for Domingo, where a lot of us belong. Uh, Nestor Cortez returns to Yankees. Uh, lineup on Saturday is going to pitch against the Astros and get lit up. Know that. Cubs beat the Reds 16-6. How about 36 runs in two days by the Cubs? 
I mean, honest to God, they are on fire. David Ross talking about Cody Bellinger. He's lit. I bet he hits another one today. Cubs put Stroman on the L with a hip. Giants beat the D-backs 4-2 late. J.D. Davis go ahead. Double Dodgers rake the A's 10-1. Betts with a homer. Uh, Freddie three for four. Cohen says expectations will be lower next year. Lower than losing every game to the Royals? Braves beat the Angels 12-5. So much for uh, Lucas Giolito's filthy stuff. He might as well pitch on chick softball teams. Honestly, the way this guy gives up runs, I mean, he's awful. And remember, they traded for him like he was some kind of star pitcher. I mean, this guy, honestly, I know kids that throw better than him. I really do, 18-year-olds. Um, Odds did the most home runs this season. We got that for you. Olsen hit another one. Tigers beat the Pirates. Eduardo Rodriguez, 6-3, a winner. We welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Byline and their affiliates, Mightier 1090 in San Diego. Good to have you with us on a Thursday, Thursday on Coast to Coast. Uh, we got Eduardo Rodriguez talking about saying no to the Dodgers. He beat the Pirates yesterday. Padres over the Rockies, 11-1. We got a Tatis homer. And Liam Hendricks and the White Sox, Tommy John, the guy has been through hell. Cancer, comes back, blows out his elbow. Tommy John, now he'll be gone for a year and a half. Bill Bender joins us from the Sporting News to talk college football today. We'll break down tonight's games. Pirates and Brewers. Helen Keller pitching against Hauser. Houston and the Yankees in the boogie down. Minnesota's at St. Louis. I hit that last night at a buck 15 on the plus side. Cincy and the Cubs. Seattle and the Angels. Otani's pitching. Oakland and the Dodgers. Gee, I wonder what will happen there. And we got Carver, Highs, Taters. Ring the bell. I mean, the other night, what, Tuesday night, you rang the bell a bunch of times. I, I lost track of the money we made. I, I lose track. We got to get a money counter over here, Carver Hot. One of those fast money counters, like drug dealers. NFL season kicks off tonight with the Hall of Fame game in Canton. Uh, colossal waste of time. Although I will bet on the game just because I have a massive gambling problem. Uh, Zach Wilson and Kellen Mond will start. They both are hair dryer city. Should be a great game. Kevin Stefanski on his plans for the Hall of Fame game. Hopefully, uh, no one gets hurt. That's all that matters. Uh, Robert Salah excited for the Jets franchise to be on display. We got Davis Maddock today on uh, the lion's share. We're going to hear from Tomlin today. We're going to talk football. We're going to hear from Mike McDaniel, Mike Vrabel today in Carver High history. We're going to do that. We got more NFL skinny Chase Young ready to go after his ACL. Rick Haro on sports business today. We're going to do that. Tons of college football, Pac-12 news, Big Ten news. You get it all on Coast to Coast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.
It's smarter to be on Sports Grid. Get the Sports Grid app in the iTunes store. It's phenomenal. It's got the TV side, the radio side. Follow your favorite hosts like Carver High and Pharrell. Get all of our clips. Also, go to sportsgrid.com slash watch to see all the many platforms that we're on. It's amazing. Dayball, uh, Texas, uh, Scherzer made his debut. He was down 3 nothing to the Chai Sox. 3-2 now, so they're in it in the fourth. Kansas City, 3 nothing on the Mets. That disgusts me. Baltimore and Toronto underway. Beautiful day in Toronto. Philly already beat Miami. Four to two. And uh, Gosman's going uh, today for Toronto. Obviously, uh, they were favored. I think Flaherty was going uh, Carver High on the other side in his debut for the Orioles. But I never thought uh, Flaherty, frankly, did anything in St. Louis to get me all worked up. Although his last, like, two starts were both good for the Cardinals. So I think that's why the O's went and got him, because of his talent, not because of his numbers. Yeah, I don't think he's that much better than the guys that they already had. Uh, I guess maybe because he's got a little bit more experience, has pitched in maybe a couple more big games uh, than some of these guys that are on the Orioles staff. But he does make his debut. They just threw the first pitch. Uh, Orioles were, I think, a plus a buck thirty-five uh, today, Scotty, with the Jays coming in with Gossman at minus one sixty. Uh, so that is just getting going now. Uh, Orioles and the Jays. Up at the Dome. Uh, Jay's looking for the split, uh, Scotty, of the four-game series. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, you know, what amazed me about the series was how Baltimore went in there right off of playing that Sunday night game, and they won, right, on Monday, and then they set the tone right there. Uh, They are still, to me, the most dangerous team, the way they hit. Uh, And, you know, everyone talks about their pitching. I'm fine with their pitching, and I'm definitely uh, on their bullpen with – uh, Cano and Batista, they're evil. So I think they have all the pieces. They have all the pieces to uh, go on a run. And I'm talking about they're making the playoffs. So let's see what they do in them. Uh, the other game in the afternoon that is yet to begin uh, is Arizona and San Francisco out at Oracle. That starts in about a half an hour, 25, 30 minutes from now, uh, where the Giants are going to be throwing Scott Alexander today. Brandon uh, uh, Pat is going to be going for Arizona. Giants minus 125. D-backs plus 105. Eight and a half the total right now. Half an hour so first pitch. Fat is disgusting. Uh, He gives up 10 runs a game. I'm on the over eight and a half. And Alexander's been good. So, and if you noticed in this series, the the Giants have found a way almost every night. Uh, They, you know, the other night they won 4-3 when... uh, Arizona hit like three home runs in that game. They still lost. The Giants found a way. Last night, 4-2, they found a way. I think they'll find a way again today. I like the Giants and Alexander, and I like the over. Yeah, uh, would be a big win for the Giants. Take three out of four from the Diamondbacks after losing that first game on Monday night. Uh, All right, let's get to a few things from last night before we get to uh, what's going on later tonight. The Yankees beat the Rays 7-2. All right, before we even get into the game, give us the breakdown. You went to the Bronx last night. You had the seats. You tweeted them out. What was the tab? What did it, what did it go with here? How many soft-serve ice cream helmets? Give us the okay. breakdown from the Yankee game last night. Well, I didn't have any soft-serve ice cream. I wanted it. I oh. was stunned when they went up in the eighth inning to get ice cream and didn't bring me back one. That was a fail by my daughter, Chop fail she's like oh they were closing and i'm like so what why didn't you bring me one and i took a giant bite out of her cone uh ice cream it wasn't uh, the saucer it wasn't petco trust me it was not petco but i'll Uh. say this so i was in the uh 800 buck seats and then uh we had you know four of them and then that i took care of and then the other buddy bought his own and then uh i told you the order the food order Hot dog, hamburger, Italian sausage, and a chicken tender with three fries, two popcorns, two Pepsis, and two tall boys. Uh, one a Stella, one an Ultra, and it was a hundred. It was a hundred and ninety. And I was like, "Is this the carnival?" Because like at the carnival, that same order would have been like thirty-four dollars. And at Yankee Stadium, it's a buck ninety and change. And then, of course, everything you do there, you got to tip. Tip the guy that brings you the food. Tip at the ice cream, tip at the beer counter, tip at the popcorn counter, 
tip at the parking garage. You know, you give that guy 45, he wants a five spot to round it out to 50, uh, you know, two blocks from the stadium. I spent a grand in three hours and 15 minutes. Gone, done, see ya. But I saw Mendoza line hit a home run, Stanton. uh, And then I saw, uh, you know, Judge ripped a bunch of balls to the outfield and then he finally got a hit. I saw Volpe hit a home run and I saw a double steal and I saw um, uh, Cole and Dirty Harry. It doesn't get any better than that. And I guess Dirty Harry got injured and went home to Tampa, but I saw a lot last night. Perfect night, 75 in the Bronx. Perfect night for baseball. I really enjoyed it. I'm not worried about any of it, the money and everything else. I just find it fascinating that that place is a gulch for cash. I mean, what, like, and one thing I noticed about being at the game is that every there was 50,000 people there and everyone was shoving stuff in their face. Everyone, well, nonstop. All people do is eat. That's what I was just going to say to you. Like, we sit here every day and we're not the only ones talking about how bad the franchise is now and how poorly uh, they're run. They, they don't win anymore. They don't do this. And then you look at the game and you were just there. They're still pulling 40,000, 45,000 plus in every single night and just filling the coffers. So right. that's why Hal doesn't care, Scotty. You saw it last night. Yeah. Everybody's there every night, and they're just continuing. Uh, so to just we got the there, right? We, we got there yeah. and uh, went to the beer stand, and it was three cans of beer, $50. Oh. Oh, I was yeah. like, three, oh. three cans of beer, $50. And, like, honestly, I thought I was in a time warp. Like, I just I, – I think it's such a ripoff. Like, honestly, like – I mean, I should have sat in the parking lot with a cooler hammering before I go in. Because it's just, if you go there, you better have money or you're not welcome. Like, the one thing I noticed about it is it's everyone's rich. Everyone's rich. You got to be to go to a Yankee game now. Somebody said to me once, like, oh, yeah, you can get those upper deck seats. I'm like, the food's still expensive in the upper deck. They don't. Yeah, the food's not less because you're sitting up there. Uh, you're still right. paying the same amount for the beer and the food, uh, no matter where you sit in the big yard. So you did get to see a few things, like you said. Cole got off to a shaky start, gave up that two-run homer in the first inning to Franco. He then was excellent after that. And Giancarlo Stanton going yard on the yes. Mendoza network. driven out to right center field. That ball is. One last thing, Carver High, you'll be fascinated by. Last night, I'm at the game, and they were handing out John and Susie t-shirts. And I got, yeah. like, five of them. So my buddy, I was like, here, you can you can have those. And then I brought one home for 34C. I said, here, there's your new sleep shirt. A big picture of Susan Waldman on your t-shirt as a cartoon John and Susan t-shirt. I was like... You couldn't pay me to wear that, but everybody else can wear it. My buddy, he, I go, you want another one? He goes, sure. And then my wife goes, oh, thanks. I'll wear that in bed. Can you imagine me wearing the John Susie t-shirt? No. No, I couldn't imagine you wearing that uh, whatsoever. Uh, by the way, the Rangers have now taken a 4-3 lead on the White Sox uh, in Scherzer's first start. No win. They got a home run from Mitch Garver to tie it. And I think I believe I just saw Simeon hit a homer to make it four to three. Uh, so that's where we're at right now. Scherzer had a rough first inning. He has settled down, and the Texas offense uh, has now gotten him a lead. Uh, Aaron Boone, we'll play Boone when we come back. Uh, I'll do the other Yankee stuff here, too. Domingo Herman, restricted list, uh, alcohol abuse, won't be back. He's finished, uh, Scotty. In fact, you probably so what's won't the see deal? The like, I heard like that he had... Uh, drinking problems before he's dealt with it previously and now he's having problems again do you know anything about the incident that happened I don't I have not seen that yet uh, of what went on whatever caused it either yesterday or the day before uh, for them to obviously see that we need to get him some help and hopefully that's what they are going to I don't believe the armpit story I never did I don't either I don't either we didn't believe it that day and I don't believe it now as much as they sat there yesterday drunk do you I had nothing to do with drunk it. Tuesday night. Maybe hungover. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Let's just stop. Dreams are made up, Carver High. You and three of your uh, friends could be teeing off at one of the legendary courses on tour, the TBC Sawgrass in Punta Vedra Beach, Florida, home of the PGA. How about playing the uh, BetMGM three-ball challenge? Take your swing at this free-to-play challenge by revealing your roster of golfers each week. The players with the best-performing golfers are going to snag great prizes and be entered for a shot to win the grand prize of foursome at TBC Sawgrass plus three grand and withdrawable bonus dollars to be used for travel, room, food, booze, etc. Log on to your BetMGM app, hit the promotions tab, play the BetMGM three ball challenge, spin up to three times to lock in your roster. Entry, one per customer, you're good to go. You're going to love it. Maybe you'll play the famed 17th Island Hole at TBC Sawgrass and do a little Splash City. So what did uh, Aaron Boone have to say? Any more lies? I don't believe anything uh, that he says to begin with, let alone the stuff about uh, Herman's armpit. Yeah, they had him and uh, Cashman both uh, trying to sell you the Herman stuff from earlier in the week. You just can't believe him because they always lie about everything. So even though they say, oh, no, Monday had nothing to do uh, with this latest incident and, and, and miss him going on the list, I don't believe them. Uh, just because they're the Yankees and they lie about everything. Because we're Boone right. was happy, though. <laughs> they, he was happy to see the offense finally get going. It must have been you being there. Here he is. Facing Shane McClanahan, how, how was this offense able to knock him out so early? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously an exciting night for us offensively. And I thought it started from Jump Street. You know, I thought Isaiah, the first at bat of the Jump game, Street. had a really good at bat where he ends up flying out. Judge has a long at bat, I think 13 pitches, like a lot of good swings, quality at bats, didn't get results. And he goes one, two, three in that first inning, but I think it set us up for the night, you know, where a lot of guys, you know, obviously contributed Harrison getting us going there with the double, obviously Anthony with the big homer, and then, you know, Big G ahead of the other guys. So, um, you know, the, those are the kind of at bats we need to have against a really good pitcher. Um, and we were able to, you know, make him work even for his outs, and that was good to see. Listen, yeah. uh, let me explain something to you. One thing that was fascinated by last night, Mike, I'm at the game. Volpe, the kid, the shortstop rookie, I mean, he's this big, right, this little dude? He's got bigger numbers across the stat line than uh, Big G Mendoza line Stanton. Way, he has way better numbers. I mean, overall, every single – Single one of them. He hits better, more home runs, more RBIs. That's all I care about. All this other analytic stuff. Okay. This guy is having better numbers than a guy they're paying 35, 40 million to. And they're paying that guy 35, 40 million since before Christ. Uh, no doubt. Uh, um, it's amazing. It really is uh, with all the money. Uh, one last thing from them. Nestor Cortez will return on Saturday. He's missed two months with the left rotator cuff strain. 
he's just not good anymore. Uh, and also, we played Cashman yesterday when you were out uh, doing the uh, community service. And he, once again, with them doing really nothing uh, at the trade deadline, was selling the whole, well, you know, we're getting Nestor back and we're getting Lewisica back. Like, you know, the guys coming back from an injury is like making a trade uh, thing that we've heard Cashman no, say for isn't. like the last five years. It's not. It's not what it's like, uh, Brian. I'm sorry. It's just He'll not. get lit up by the Astros on Saturday in the sunshine. Watch. He'll get lit up. Yeah, uh, I don't disagree. Uh, the Cubs, Scotty, have become one of the hottest teams in baseball, and they are scoring runs in a big way. They put a 20 spot up on Tuesday night, and then they followed it last night with a 16 spot on the Reds. Uh, Sayana Suzuki with the home run on Marquee. They hit a billion homers the last two nights. High fly ball out towards left field on its way. Out of here. Home run, Seiya Suzuki is ninth. All Cubs 16-6. That's crazy. It, it really is. Uh, they are now two games over 500, three games back of the Reds for first place in the NL Central. And two and, uh, and a half behind the wild much, card. And they're two and a half behind the wild card. Uh, they are very much... Back in the mix in the National League, they decided to keep everybody. Right. They got a good shot. Look, I wanted to bet on them. Um, I was I like the Reds' number today. After scoring 36 runs, at some point, it has to stop. You can't score 20, 16, and then what? Another 15 today? I don't believe it. But the thing was, the, the Reds' price was, you know, beautiful. But it just said to me, you're never getting this money from us. The Cubs are going to win again. You can't cool them off right now. So I ran away uh, from the window. I didn't make the bet. Uh, we'll talk about it in a moment. Tyone and Weaver tonight uh, at Wrigley. Here first, though, is David Ross. Uh, what has gotten the Cubs back into it, Scotty? He gives all the uh, claim to one guy, and that is Cody Bellinger. Here's Ross. There's moments in the season where you feel like a guy carries you as a player. Uh, carries the team, puts him on his back. I thought he did that for us in a moment where, especially early on, we weren't swinging the bats really well, and he was the one putting up the, the homers to give us a little bit of lead, give us some cushion, be aggressive in the zone with our pitching staff. Like, that's the stuff. We talk about MVP-type players, caliber months that he had, is having. Um, I think those little things make such a big difference uh, when you're putting up those kind of at-bats and those numbers offensively. Uh, it just makes the whole team that much better, and it, and it allowed everybody else to work through some stuff. And now he's carrying this expectation every time out in a month and pushing towards um, you know, the end of the month with the deadlines approaching and all these other guys just kind of jumped on board, and it feels like everybody just started swinging bats really well. Uh, you know, and he hits this guy, uh, you know, tonight that they're facing uh as well he's hit oh. a few home runs off of him too so he has. the dream weaver right is he pitching is it lively which oh, one he is, is. oh yeah. weaver's in and we got uh i'll tell you now we got bellinger back again in tater time uh when yeah we, we get homers later i'm go i'm running it right back with him and you know uh, another guy on that for... team that hits home runs is talkman we never put him on there we need to start putting him on there right. he jacks a, and, and a half hit two last night i mean he these yep. three guys and Swansby, they Swanson's the four of them hit hot. home runs. Like we need to start tatering these guys. Swanson has been red hot uh, for the Cubbies. Uh, they also put Marcus Stroman on the IL with a hip injury, so they do have a little problem with their pitching staff right now. The Giants and Diamondbacks are about to start. We gave you the numbers before last night. Four-two win for the Giants. J.D. Davis, the go-ahead double in the sixth on NBC Sports Bay Area. There you go. I mean, they just keep winning games. It's amazing. You know, I've talked to Scott Miller the other day about them. I think the other day when I talked to Scott, they were two and a half back. They just keep winning and playing decent baseball. No one can complain out in San Francisco about the Giants. They're tough. They certainly are. The Dodgers beat up the A's again last night, 10-1 to 1, uh, out in Los Angeles. Mookie Betts 
getting hot as he has homered a bunch of days in a row at Sportsnet LA. It gets dangerous. Did I say, is he about to go on another heater? Marcus Lynn Betts. Goodness. Uh, and Freeman, three for four. He does it like what? You know, three, four nights a week, he goes three for four. I mean, uh, in my view, he's the MVP. He's been outstanding. Uh, I know every Acuna's like minus 1,000 at this point. Uh, they've pretty much given it to him, Scotty. But uh, Freeman would probably be the second choice uh, right now in the National League. I mean, I honestly think up. he carries that team. And then uh, I don't deny Acuna uh, is incredible. I, I think he is. But there's so many guys on that team that rake. Like, the whole team's awesome. So, I mean, Riley, Olsen, don't get me started. I could go down the line. Uh, and he's just one of many that are great. Like, it, basically, it's Betts and Freeman and Muncie. That's it. In L.A. That's right? it. Uh, Freeman's been racking up the hits. Uh, back to the Mets for a moment. Of course, uh, they're losing again to the Royals this afternoon uh, out in Kansas City. But here is owner Steve Cohen after the moves to get rid of Scherzer and Verlander. And, of course, Scherzer had to go and tell everybody the Mets' plans for the next few years, uh, that basically they're going to punt next year and start getting good in 25 and 26. Here's Cohen saying he does agree expectations are going to be a little lower next year. You and Billy have both said going to be competitive in 2024. Yeah. How do you define competitive? I think, you know, we're going to be – I think the expectations were really high this year. And my guess is next year will be a lot lower. But, I, you know, I can't speak to what's, you know, what's going to happen in the offseason. I mean, there may be opportunity. I'm opportunistic, okay? I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't want to roll a team out there that we're going to be embarrassed by. But, say, you know, I, but we also know that, you know, spending a fortune, you know, everyone says I spent a lot of money, and other teams did too, doesn't guarantee you uh, a trip to the playoffs. And so... I think we got to, you know, look and see what we need. Obviously, we're going to need starting pitching, and and we're going to have to, and that's the key thing. Other than that, you know, our relief pitching is going to be, you know, we, you know, we got Edwin coming back. Uh, you know, Brooks is here. Otto's God, I'm here. falling asleep listening uh, to this guy as they're getting <laughs> swept by the Royals. Four, right? Honestly, they, this guy's worse than my priest. Baby Mets are going to be a year older. So, I, oh, know, the baby I, Mets. I'm not as negative. The baby okay? Mets. I mean, it, it won't be a. As, as star-studded team as it was, but uh, you know, oh. you know star stars don't necessarily make make for wins. This is what billionaires and, uh, right, do. They talk you to sleep. Talking to sleep, the billionaires. What? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. A couple things. Uh, Bill Bender is our college football insider from the Sporting News on uh, Sports Grid and Coast to Coast. 
Secondly, uh, he has beaten up Mike DeCourcy several times. He's a lot bigger than him, and we will leave it at that. Uh, sometimes we establish power rankings here on this show, as Carver High knows, through violence with other reporters, other analysts, other play-by-play guys. Uh, you know, in the booth, there might we just set up a fight, and it happens. Like, they, you know, the BMF title. Bender's had that at the Sporting News for over, I think, three or four years now since he knocked DeCourcy out. It was a Saturday night. It was dark. There was only one light, but... You know, he, he knocked him out with a left. It was unbelievable. No one saw it coming. Bill, uh, no one saw the Pac-12 coming either to an end. I mean, it is unbelievable to me what is happening there. And I saw your story, obviously, in the sporting news. I always read your stuff. But I basically, you know, I'm not that smart, as you know. But what I got out of it was that Cal and Oregon, you think they both moved to the Big Ten and maybe more. Well, yeah, and then reports today are it's, it might just be Washington and Oregon first. But if they add Washington and Oregon, what's going to stop them from adding those academic schools they love so much in Stanford and Cal? And, you know, the more teams the Big Ten adds, I'm going to get this out of the way now, the more teams the Big Ten adds, the greater damage it's going to do long term. You and I were talking at the break, Nebraska, what did they really add to the Big Ten? It's been a rough go. For the Nothing. Huskers since they left, yeah, since they left the Big 12, one Big 10 West championship and a barely 500 record. So it's hard for me as a Central Ohio kid to get jacked up about Wisconsin and Oregon or UCLA and or well UCLA and Minnesota, Cal and Iowa. Those are going to be tough watches in the future if it goes this far. I mean. Uh... You couldn't be more right. I mean, there's really nothing else to say about it. Uh, I have to tell you, you're, you know, in essence, you're saying that uh, the SEC and the Big Ten are going to expand so much that they're going to control all of college football. If they expand, like they've they already control college football, but the more teams they add, the more that becomes a two conference club, which it already is. But let's say they both would go to 20. And right now, the SEC isn't entertaining expansion, but Florida State made a lot of noise yesterday. So there, right. there's a little bit of smoke there. The more teams they add, and that club becomes 40 or so schools, you're still leaving 70% out of college football. Imagine if the NFL only operated on a 40% of the teams matter, or 30% of the teams matter, the other 70 don't. Some of my buddies might argue that's already the they case. Already, they it already I, ha yeah. It's happening right now. Yeah, but the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in 30 years, right? So you can still have success stories in Jacksonville and Minnesota and other markets like that. I mean, Indianapolis was a dominant market when Peyton Manning was there. Right. College football won't make that possible if it's just the SEC and the Big Ten. I mean, uh, look, my alma mater, Indiana, is awful in football, and they keep trying to pretend like they're not, which is the funny thing. We ran a clip the other day of Allen talking about all these kids that uh, want to play at Indiana that uh, are in the portal, and I'm just like, he must be imagining things. What, who wants to play football at Indiana? And this is a guy that went to Indiana that loves IU, that loves Bloomington, that loves the Big Ten, and I still <laughs> I just wait for basketball season. But I have to tell you, like, I, I, I said this on the show too, Billy. I went to a Colts game with the Steelers on whatever, Monday Night Football last year in Indianapolis. And I said, when I was there, this team's as bad as Indiana. Like, they should hook up and play. The Colts and, and Indiana should have a game because they're about on the same level. Was that a Matt Ryan, Kenny Pickett production? It was pretty bad, if I remember correctly, that Monday night game. The Steelers won. The Steelers did win, um, which Mike DeCourcy, after I get done fighting with him, he'd be very happy about that. He loves um, that. <laughs> so the, the deal is there are going to be gaps within the SEC and the Big Ten, too. And I think there's going to be a lot of animosity for those programs like Louisville and Virginia. Believe it or not, those two finished in the top 25 in football revenue last year. So while Virginia and Louisville and West Virginia are watching Rutgers and Maryland and Vanderbilt oh. and these schools that don't necessarily put a good product on the football field. Indiana could be roped into there as well. It's going to be tough for those places that have worked hard to make their programs power five level, Louisville, TCU, Utah, among those. 
So uh, I saw that you have uh, basically the feasibility that it could come to like a Clemson and a North Carolina getting in to the SEC, perhaps, maybe, you never know. But what I want to know is, A, is that something you think will happen? And B, why is there such a negative vibe about the ACC with like what Florida State was saying the other day? I don't really, frankly, understand why everyone thinks it's so bad because I don't. No, the ACC is fine. I think the ACC getting a little antsy about the Big 12 because if we were doing a pecking order, the ACC would be number three right now with Clemson, with Florida State, with Notre Dame in that five-game arrangement. I don't know how many times you've heard the phrase grant of rights over the last 24 years or hours, Scott, but um, that's out there too. They, they have this ironclad television agreement that it's going to be very tough for a school like a Florida State to lead the ACC when there's still 13 years remaining on that television contract. I don't know where that money's coming from or how you're going to pay that off and then pretend that you're going to have a competitive program that could compete in the SEC. Half of me is wondering if that trustee wasn't singling to the Big Ten. Come get us too. And then the Big Ten would have 24 teams or something like that. And again, the more teams you add, the more it's going to dilute from college football as a whole. It is soul-sucking. It is about greed. It's about the TV networks. It'll feel good for a while. And then long-term, you're going to wonder what in the world happened. I want to know, Billy, what is the deal with Arizona and Arizona State? Are are they actually headed to the Big 12? I, I wouldn't miss them at all. And I said this the other day. I think they're terrible in, in football. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. They're just terrible. And then the question on top of that I have, so Arizona, Arizona State, what happens to them? And what is San Diego State going to do when they crawl back on their hands and knees to the Mountain West after they said, we're out of here, this conference sucks. That's essentially in Portuguese what they said. Then they, uh, it didn't work out for them. I don't know what their plan was. Pac-12, Big 12, no one knows. Do you know anything about the future of Aztec football? Because I got to tell you, uh, they've done better in football and basketball than any team in that conference. Yeah, they're very good in both. They, you know, coming off a Final Four run, they've been steady on the football side. Uh, among the group of five schools, one of the better records. So yeah, they may be part of the new Pac-12 in the very new f- near future if Arizona and Arizona State move on to the Big 12. If Washington and Oregon go to the Big 10, what's left? Not much. I think what's left, Scott, when you pick up the pieces of the Pac-12 that was very different say two weeks ago, or the last time I talked to you, three weeks ago, you may end up with like a Mountain West Pac-12 type merger, which is not what anybody on some of those schools probably, I think that could be happened down the line. I don't have anything to back that up right now, but just think about what teams are left. It makes sense. sense. There are no teams left. There are none left. I mean, the the thing is burning to the ground. Yeah, where else are they going to go? I I read something on Twitter from an Oregon fan yesterday talking about the Ducks going independent. I don't think that's the way to go. And another hitch in all this super conference, big two, power tube talk, who is it, Scott? It's Notre Dame. What are they going to do? Do you think they're going to sit back and watch the Big Ten and the ACC go to 20 teams and not have their hand in it? I think Notre Dame actually uh, runs the world let alone college football. I think they actually, all decisions in life and in world matters are made uh, in Father Hesburgh's office in South Bend. I don't even know if he's still around. I just remember saying that name a million times in my career. Father Hesburgh was to be feared by all, including the nuns. All right, I have to ask you a question. I don't know enough about it because uh, it's so complex. What the hell is happening at Iowa and Iowa State with the gambling. Well, there's more to come out of that. It sounds like this investigation into a lot of players within both athletic programs about betting. And, and you know, you saw it with Hunter Deckers this week at Iowa State. He's taking time off to defend himself. And then you see all these 
clips and, and more players are going to be mentioned. And it is a mess because these are 18 to 22 year old kids gambling, sports betting. It, it's going to be something where as much as coaches go on and on about, we have to educate our players. Football players live with baseball players. It's and too football late. players live with basketball players. I think the, the Pandora's box, it's like you said, it might be a little too late. And there may be more stories like this in the future. Oh, I mean, you talk about automatic. If you think for one minute that those two schools in the middle of America are, are the only two schools that have a sports gambling problem on their campus, let me tell you something. I'd be willing to bet. I'm, I'm serious. I'd be willing to bet 90% of college campuses have a, have a sports gambling problem on it with their students and with athletes. I mean, I mean, I mean I, I'm not even kidding. Every kid I know, literally, I mean, I was at the game last night at the Yankee Stadium, and my son was sitting there, and there were kids like, you know, his age around us, and we were down by the third base uh, bag, right in great seats, and they started talking about spreads and totals and games and odds and futures, and uh, don't tell me uh, that, you know, 100% of the 18-year-olds within 15 feet of my son knew all that stuff because they're not doing it. They're all doing well, it. Right. And it's only proliferated with states that have made it legal. When I was in right. college 25 years ago, it's a different game. But now, oh, I'm sure they were talking about their parlay or their player prop or how the right. game experience has changed for that younger generation because of sports betting. So, yeah, I'm guessing it's Iowa and Iowa State aren't the only ones that are going to have a problem. If And you've got to emphasize, like they do with the NFL, if you get caught, I mean, Jamison Williamson, Jamison Williams, we can cut around it all we want. He got a six-game suspension because he was gambling, and the NFL does not take that stuff lightly at all. Well, they have a bunch of players that are uh, being suspended. Uh, the NFL has a gambling problem, and college football has a gambling problem. And I'll guarantee you uh, it's, college basketball has a gambling problem. And it's just, it's going to come out like the weather changes. Like when the summer turns to fall, it's automatic. It's, it's absolutely automatic. It's like alcohol, drugs, you name it. They're, they're doing it. Uh, and they're gambling. And, you know, you got to be 21. My ass, you got to be 21. There's five kids on campus running an entire operation, a boiler room of bookies. Are you kidding me? Like get smart up, wise up. That's how they do it. Right. And well, with the Iowa State quarterback, for example, I wouldn't anticipate we see him anytime soon because then you have this insider info. There was uh, some of the allegations are these bets were made when he was a backup quarterback. Well, they have insider info, right? (laughs) They have the best insider info if they're in the locker room. I don't know if we'll ever see that kid play again. Billy, we'll see you soon. Uh, Always love having you on Coast to Coast. College football right around the corner doing push-ups, baby. Thank you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America located in Washington, D.C. provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Thank <laughs> you.
Uh, Texas up 4-3, still on the White Sox, top seven. Baltimore, two-zip on Toronto, top of the third, and they are giving Gosman problems. That lineup is so brutal to deal with. Kansas City now 6 nothing. All six earned on Carrasco. He's finished. Right, Every time this guy pitches, he gives up 10 runs. Uh, they got to get rid of Carrasco. He's a bum. He really is. Let's just get down to it. He can't pitch anymore. He can't get anybody out. And Arizona San Francisco in the second scoreless. Philly already beat Miami 4-2 to take three or four in that. They got walked off last night in a 12 on a bases-loaded single. Should have won that game, too. They should have. They had a 5 nothing lead in that game, uh, and they yacked it up uh, late. Then had a two-run lead in the 10th. Lost that. <laughs> you know, yep. They just they kept getting leads on the Marlins. Couldn't do it. And the Mets with no arms. All these guys getting lit up in Kansas City. They got no Verlander and Scherzer anymore. They're going to Baltimore this weekend, Scotty, starting tomorrow. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're dead. The Orioles. I mean, that's that could be a I, long I think today, weekend. Mike, they're in a casket. Season over. They, they, got, they uh, got swept by the Royals. And they you know what they have done? They're quitters. Lindor's a quitter. Alonzo's a quitter. They're all quitters. They have quit trying. They're, it, it is, they are getting paid. It's paycheck games. They're just getting paid to lose. They don't even care. They, they want to drink beer. They, they don't even want to go to the game. I told you on Monday that Granky would beat them at plus 131 because they were quitters. That They're done. Once they traded the team, they all quit. They're finished. Amazing. Uh, what a gutless their ass by them this week. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, all right. We will come back uh, at the top of the hour. And I got just a couple other things from yesterday, including uh, Olsen going yard, Eduardo Rodriguez explaining, or maybe not really explaining, why he didn't want to go to the Dodgers. And then we will get into tonight's action. Uh, several games to discuss for tonight. And the home run props, the tater tots. Uh, for a Thursday night uh, Look, around Major League The guy, Rodriguez, it's all about family, right? He's like, I don't, yeah. my family's here. I'm happier. The Tigers should just lock him up. He's their ace. Don't let him ever leave them. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.